So the Bulls are going to honor Joakim Noah tonight as um, a bull for life, quote-unquote. Whoa. And, I mean, very good, very nice, whatever. But I think, I feel like that's not the right way to characterize him. I feel like okay. it's more accurate to call him a Nick for life. Um, oh. Because I feel like Joakim Noah's impact on the Knicks was, like, a lot greater than his impact on the Bulls. Really? Yeah, because, like, when Joakim Noah was on the Knicks... He played like a game and a half, and then he just never came back to the team, and they had to pay him like $30 million. Yeah. And like he single-handedly prevented them from being, well, he and James Dolan teamed up to prevent the Knicks from being decent for a long oh. time. Just yeah. wasting a lot of money on Joakim Noah. So you feel like his impact, he had a greater impact on the Knicks, but the impact was losing. The impact was losing was oh. the impact, right. So that's I feel not like the impact you want to have. That's not the impact you want to have, but it is the impact he did have. So I feel like Bulls for life is probably not. I really hope Joakim Noah doesn't listen to this podcast. I hope not either because he's gotten enough from KG. He probably has gotten enough from KG. Yeah. yeah I guess it's a mercy thing. Well, welcome to Cold Takes. Cold Takes. Number... 12, he said questioningly. It's true, I think. 12 was close enough. Season 2, episode 3. My name is Riley. My name is Dante. This is Cold Takes. Cold Takes. Basketball started up last week. In more than one way. In more than one way. Basketball started up in every way that matters at Tacoma Falls College this week. Including this Saturday, yes. Including this Saturday. Um, The men kicked off their season against Bryan College. Um, Didn't quite get it done. 94-77 that game. It really was a lot closer than it looked. I was watching some of that game. We had it down to like five Deep in the the second half, it was a lot closer than it looked. Yeah, one of those so, garbage time. Yeah, one of those, I mean, I'm not to worry about it. Yeah, big game, however, Hosanna, Hosanna. Ooh, that was a game. Yeah, that was a game. Well, it was a game for a few minutes. It was a game for a few minutes. Yeah, and then it was quickly not a game. Yeah, in a good way though. In a great way. In a way that was like this is a fun game mm. for us, not in, for in the way you want Hosanna. Yeah. It did not look fun for Hosanna, I'll tell not you. Not at all, actually. And neither did it look fun last night when we saw them all at Zaxby's. Yeah, they looked disheartened. Yeah, and I wanted to like go give them a hug and be like, it's going to be okay. That's really sweet of you, Riley. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, that's really correct of you, Riley. Yeah. That's the right That's the right move. I guess it was. Huge game against Hosanna. Um, shout out to number five on their team. Yep. What was his name? Um, like hair, hairball, hair, hair, air mall, air mall. I think. Yeah, yeah that's something right. to that effect. Yeah. Um, it was it was really fun watching the confidence just absolutely leave his body. Yeah. As time went on, it was fun at the start, and then it got a little sadder. It did get a little bit sad towards the end. Um, missed that layup. Yeah. Really up in there, kind of rent free, really. Um, mm. on our side though. Lance Smith, back to back games, twenty eight points. Mm, that's a finisher. Twenty eight nine and two on Tuesday. That's when that game was. Mm-hmm. Um, played Hall a fame badge. great game. Um, had some work off the bench, notably Luke Gilsdorf had three threes back like to back to back yeah. possessions. <laughs> um, that was really fun. We got a little banged up. 
had as some you as you do. As you do. Um, had some good key guys limping a little bit. Not sure about updates on them. I did see Big O walk in, and I saw. I uh, I heard Big O had a tailbone thing. Oh. So there's that. I did talk to Ryan a little bit, like a little, little bit. Yeah. Um, knee thing. He came down a little weird. Off yes, that, he did. Off that ridiculous. Well, it's block. tough because it's tough to come down normal when your when your face is above the rim. Right. When yeah. your armpit hits the backboard, it's mm-hmm. really hard to land that well. It was one of those where I saw him hit hit the ball in some hand. Probably it's hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. So fast, and then I was like, "Oh, he has to come down now." Um, but hopefully, he's he's good. I actually haven't seen Ryan, and I always see Ryan, so it's kind of weird. He was limping yesterday. Seemed to walk okay today, so yeah. I feel I feel good about it. Good. That was one of those plays where he like, you know, you know how he jumps. He jumped, and then I like went home, and then I like filed my taxes. Yeah, from I, the coming year. Right. Yeah, and I like wrote my dissertation. And then I watched my kids grow up. And then I came back to the gym and he was like still elevating. Yeah. One of those. Still going up. Still going up. For sure. Like still headed up. Yeah. Um, so it is hard to come down on that with, with both knees just mm-hmm. like a, as a human being, which apparently he qualifies as. Apparently. Uh, apparently. It's hard to like, it's hard to watch someone jump that high and be like, oh yeah, I'm also a human. Yeah. Like we're both, we're both human people. We're both in the same context. We're both in the same. Kind of like me and my species. twin brother. Yeah, People always like, say that about us. It's true. Is how we're different. Yeah, and it really is hard to tell the difference. Yeah. Unless you're like really looking for it. For those who don't know, my twin brother is Zion Williamson. We're both born on July 6, 2000. Yeah. Um, he's a little bigger than I. Um, you think so? Yeah, he actually just weighed in at 318. 18? 318. Okay, so he's like a, like a touch bigger than... A touch bigger. Yeah. Like nearing about 200 pounds bigger. Um, <laughs> at least 100 60 oh my goodness. somewhere around that range um just a big guy hopefully that's good weight kind of scared about that don't want to talk about that right now <laughs> maybe we'll get to it but tfc basketball it was looking great a lot of other guys we didn't talk about um but a lot of starters a lot of production off the bench too um freshman kenny caldwell stevens county high school had a good game a lot of effort getting on the floor just getting dirty jump balls here and there yeah we really wanted it. It was great. It was it was great. And coming up this Saturday, the girls have their first game against Brunel. Is Brunel the all-girls college? Is that Brevard? I think that's Brevard. I think Brunel has, like, commercials. I think those, like, commercials, like, come to Brunel. You know what I mean? Wait, I think, I think one of them was a girls' college, and then now it has changed. I have a friend who plays soccer there. It's Brunel. It's whatever team is yellow. Anyways, they're playing them on Saturday here. At the Falls. Is that true? I believe that's, that's true. true. Yes, this Saturday, 2 p.m. Come on out. I did just look up Brunel University, and I've yet to see a man. Well, that so might be. So you it. might be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Um, Yeah, anyways. um, And then next week, big old game on Tuesday. Who we got? We got. That team, where are they from? West of us? Fluent. Chick-fil-A house. Yeah, that's probably them. Kathy. It's probably it's probably yeah. it's probably the Kathy. I don't know. Some some stupid yellow and blue team. Yeah. That's not us. That's usually worse than we are. Um that's always worse than we are. Go yeah, No matter what happens. Um we have them, boys and girls, on Tuesday. The girls play mm, big games. at five PM and the boys play at seven. Big games. Be at both. 
Yeah, both. Huge games. Yeah. Okay, now moving on from the college hoops, at least from, well, we're not going to talk about college hoops again. Go UConn Huskies. Um, okay. But we are now transitioning to uh, kind of what we specialize in. Which is news. Which is news. Which is news. We're getting into our news segment. Got to talk about it. What do we got to talk about, Dante? We got to talk about the Lakers and the Nets. Oh. Some scary stuff from two of the NBA's heavyweights. Um, Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Patty Mills. I've heard those names. One of them didn't belong in that group, but you said him. Yeah, Kyrie Irving is not with the team right now. Exactly. But the other three are Nets superstars. Yes. Um, <laughs> now they are. Now they are. Um, and a team that full of talent, too full of talent, one might say, should be doing a lot better than they're doing right now. Um, the Nets have not impressed coming out of the gate. They're looking at a record of... Two and three. And yeah. It's been five games, but it also has been the Nets. Yeah. And Kyrie is averaging um, zero, zero, and three. And zero. Oh, zero. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My yeah. Bad. That's on me. Not three. Maybe s- soon. Maybe soon. Maybe eventually. Mm. But also, maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I watched the opening night Nets Bucks game, and it, like, it looked like. The Kevin Durant show, but not in a good way. Oh. It didn't look like the Kevin Durant show where it was like yeah. in Golden State where there were a bunch of good players and Kevin Durant was like a great player. Kind of like a helpless. Kind of like a kind of like a give the ball to Kevin Durant and let's just please God please please yeah please God please oh please. That's not what we like kind of to situation. see. It's really not good for basketball for winning basketball. No. And I mean the Nets have kind of shown that with their record and with the way that they've played. Um. Hasn't been good for the Nets. Also hasn't been good for the league's darlings. Oh, they're talking about the Thunder? No. Oh. I'm talking about the team that lost to the Thunder after blowing a 26-point lead yesterday. Oh, no. Ah, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Lakers who went into Oklahoma City, built up a nearly 30-point lead, and gave it all back. Oh, no. Malik Monk couldn't, couldn't couldn't keep that up. Lakers superstar Malik Monk did the best that he could, wow. but he just didn't have the help. Didn't quite have the help. You just you gotta surround Malik Monk with help. With free Malik Monk, honestly. Yeah. Um, LeBron is hurt. LeBron is hurt. LeBron has a back injury, I believe. Something like that. Um, he's old. He's been out for the past couple games, yeah. and one thing he did say was that he would be doing like around the clock work, trying to get back. What does that mean when you're hurt? I guess it just means... Just a lot of lot of PT, a lot of therapy? A lot of, like, rest, probably. Oh, okay. I feel like LeBron looked at the schedule and... Well, LeBron got hurt, and then I feel like he looked at the schedule and he saw the Thunder coming up, and he was like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, like, I probably shouldn't play that one anyways. Uh, maybe, I'll just, maybe I'll watch the Cavs game. Oh. Maybe I'll watch the Cavs game. And you know what he, he did? He did watch the Cavs game. On Taco Tuesday. And while his team was actively blowing a 26-point lead, he was tweeting about the Cavs game. Oh. Real interesting decision there from LeBron. That's interesting. Real interesting decision. Could we see decision part in four? Four? Three? Four. If he goes back to the Cavs, that will be... Decision number four. I'll make no promises. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the Lakers also haven't been good. 
these are two teams that you expect to be at the top of the conference from the get-go, from the jump. Um, the Lakers have been scoring. They're fourth in um, points per game at 116. Hmm. They are 30th in opponents' points per game at 119.6. That's a lot. That is more. That is more. It's not good when you average a loss. Yeah, it's not really good when you average a loss. Stats don't like that. Never a good thing. Um, one thing that we've seen from the Lakers so far this year is that Russell Westbrook looks great when LeBron James is on the floor. Oh. And LeBron James looks great. I mean, regardless, he is LeBron James. Sure. Um, Anthony Davis is going to be Anthony Davis either way. By the way, Anthony Davis went down last night, clutching his knee, writhing in pain. Oh. And we thought it was like the seasonal, like, oh, Anthony Davis is done. Yeah. You know how that happens. Happens to him. Every year. Mm-hmm. You know how that is. And that's no, I mean, it happens to me also. Every year, Anthony Davis, um, good personal friend, Anthony. Yeah. Um, Aunt Tony. Aunt Tony Davis, the brow, we used to call him, but we don't anymore because we're past that. Because first he, did, name basis. he did the thing where he shaved it. He did the thing where he shaved it. But it wasn't real. Right. But, but we were still, it like shocked us into not calling him the brow anymore. Right. No, we yeah. don't want AD, which are yeah. just his initials. Which are just his initials. Maybe we'll get back to that eventually. Mm, yeah. Anyway, Lakers are not doing great. Nets are not doing great, and so all of the very reasonable preseason predictions that the Lakers and Nets would meet in the finals are looking kind of, kind of, kind of in danger right now. Kind of not great. Kind of not great. So, that's that. What else do we got to talk about, Riley? What else do we got to talk about? Um, fouls. Let's talk about fouls. Let's talk about fouls. Man, um, as you all know, well, maybe not everyone knows, NBA last year and every year prior, um, well, as far as I know, anyways, there were a lot of these foul calls that were like um, players basically created a foul. So they would, some very key opponents of this would be um, James Harden, mm-hmm. Trey Young, mm-hmm. Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph did it quite a bit. KD used to have a move where he could do it. Um, a lot of guys would do something like they would pump fake, and then as their defender jumped to try to kind of put a hand in their face to close out, they would jump into them. Or Trey would do a lot. He would be running down the court, and then he'd just stop. He would just at the um, And Trey's not a big guy, and so people would just run over him. That's a foul. That's a foul. Um, now the NBA changed the rule. Uh, in some ways, and now basically those fouls are not being called. Right. Um, I've seen a couple highlights already of people trying Steph, uh, trying to kind of do a pump fake, have someone jump into him, and then lean in for a shot, uh, and it, the ref's just not blowing the whistle. So right. they seem to be policing it pretty well. Um, I, I mean, as a Hawks fan, I was a little, little scared. Um, because our most prolific scorer got a lot of his points at the free throw line last that year. He did. That he um, did. But Trey adjusts because he's Trey, uh, and everyone else seems to be adjusting fine. Um, they're just not doing it as much anymore. That's true. Um, still, if it's like egregious, like if you pump fake and someone falls on you, like that's going to be a foul. You know, what are you going to do about that? Um, but a lot of these were like kind of guys just carrying the momentum and guys kind of playing off it. So, right. What do you see? Anything you see in the fouls? Um, I remember the very first game of the season, by which I mean the very second game of the season, which was the classic Knicks Celtics mm. thriller, double overtime thriller, single overtime thriller. Yeah, one of those overtimes thriller. 
Um, Evan Fournier did really early pump someone into the air and then jump into them and take a take a shot trying to draw the foul, mm. and they did not call it. And I remember that moment because I was like, oh, we're doing something new yeah. in the NBA now. This is, a, this is a different game now. I do have some thoughts about the fouls in general. Um, first of which being for the way that Trey Young drew fouls. Mm-hmm. I kind of I don't agree with the change of rule there. And you can call homer bias if you'd like. Sure. Probably it's there. But to me, if I'm the offensive player and I get around the defensive player, I've done my job. It's true. And so if the guy is coming after me and runs into my back, I didn't really create any contact. Yeah. I just went around the guy. Kind of just like don't be don't get beat. Kind of just be better at defense situation. Yeah. So if I like if you if I go around and you're running behind me and I jump for a jump shot and you run into my back, I'm facing the opposite direction. I don't know I don't see how that's my responsibility. So that rule I'm not super keen on. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen – is that part of it? I haven't seen any examples. That is? That is part of the rule change. So if you if you dribble around somebody mm-hmm. and they come to defend you and they, like, hit you in the back. This is like the Trey Young, like, slamming on the brakes. Like, stopping as they're running. Right. So it's just, like, the excessive kind of thing. Right. It's like okay. jumping, like, sideways and backwards into yes. the guy. That All that is nonsense. Okay. Um, Trey Young, though, I mean – for all the rule changes and all the things that were supposed to change about his game, like he has been hot, hot. He's been fine. Yeah. Um, his averages haven't really suffered. He's averaging like twenty six and nine right now, and it's through five games. But he's been efficient. Um, he's been impactful. He's been every bit the player we thought he w- would be, and that he always has been. Mm-hmm. Never really been worried about him. One guy who is seeing some um some changes from the rules in his game and that's star James Harden. Hey. He is probably the poster child for foul drawing in the league. He's always been the guy. He has been the guy. He's always been the guy. Um he went from averaging 7.3 free throw attempts per game last year and 11.8 free throw attempts per game in his prime or at its peak to averaging just 3 this year and making 2.8 and his averages have dropped from 24.6 points per game to 16. Um, he hasn't been able to get into a rhythm from two. He hasn't been able to get into a rhythm from three. He's been passing the ball, but he hasn't been the kind of help that Kevin Durant has needed and expected on the Nets team. And that, I think, is part of why they're suffering so much. Yeah. Hasn't been great. Has not been great. Um, CBS released their NBA power rankings. I don't know what day they released them. Important thing is that they have the Nets at number 18 and the Lakers at number 20. And those two teams have the first and second best players in basketball, perhaps, maybe, Mm -hmm. if you want to think that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It really is crazy because in the NBA, it's all about, like, collecting the talent, getting the big name, you know, who's going to be the guy on your Mm -hmm. team. And teams will completely torpedo their own organizations for years at a time for an attempt for a chance to get the kind of guy that Kevin Durant is, the kind of guy that LeBron is. Ha, is. 
And not only do these teams have both of those guys, but they also have number twos like James Harden and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You know, Patty Mills. But um Pat Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Malik Monk. Kent Bazemore. You can go on and on. You can go on and on. Um The Ghost of Dennis Schroeder. The Ghost of Dennis Schroeder. Um and these teams have honestly an embarrassment of riches when it comes to like the talent that they have. Yeah. And they're still it's still not quite coming together. And to a degree, like obviously no one guy is the whole team. Sure. But also you're getting outclassed by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Who who have one who they have one guy. They have the one guy. And they have like half a guy in Lou Dort. And then they're giving actual minutes to a guy named Kenrich, who has a <laughs> an afro mullet. And they're they're paying him to play basketball for him. Lots of money. Yeah. Lots of money. And you know I don't know I don't really know what to like what to make of it. Obviously things are not working for these organizations. It's probably it's not the end of the world, of course. These guys are great at basketball. They'll turn it around. It'll be fine. But like as a from a GM perspective, it's your job to go and get these guys. Yeah. And they have these guys mm-hmm. and they're still losing pretty bad. So, there's that. So, there's so, that. There's that. It's It's not a good look. It really isn't a good look. It's um I it's not a good look, but it's kind of good for the game, I think. Um because we see teams like the Memphis Grizzlies, for example, mm-hmm. playing out their minds. Yeah. Chicago Bulls. Playing very well. Playing very well. We're getting to see like new teams or not new teams, but teams that we wouldn't like herald otherwise get to try their hand at top power rankings yeah. and whatnot. Um, I will comment. First of all, I mean, we're a week into the season. Right. So, I mean, whatever. We're just kind of talking. But this CBS list is kind of funny. Um, the amount of change. First of all, they have the Bulls at three, moving up 13 spots. Um, they have the Hornets at five, also moving up 13 spots. Timberwolves at eight, going up 16 spots. They dropped... Um, the Lakers all the way from number five to twenty, and they dropped the Nets all the way from number two to number eighteen. So it's a pretty it's a pretty changes. drastic list. Um, huge changes. And I believe most of this is just they just looked at the record and they were like, let's put them there. Um, but those are some massive. Those are pretty drops. pretty drastic kind of things going on. Um, very quickly. What is one team that kind of surprised you? Ooh, I will say I have been surprised by the Bulls. They're at the yeah. top of the East, um, 4-0, undefeated. This is the first time in Zach Levine's entire career that he's won four consecutive games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Very sad stat for Zach, but also good for Zach. You know, welcome to the four straight, whatever. Um, they have too. surprised me because they're kind of um, trio quartet of uh, Zion. I'm just kidding. Lonzo Ball is what I mean. Oop. Um, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, a weird amount of Z's on this team. Whoa. We got Zoe, we got DeRozan, I guess it's just the two. Anyway, yeah. also Levine, Nikola Levine Vucevic, feels like, oh, Vucevic. Vucevic, that's probably a C actually. Um, lots of V's, lots of Z's, the point being. Lots of hard consonants. Lot, lots of hard consonants. Yeah, V. Um, I didn't think that they would fit together well, 
offensively, but it's kind of seemed like every night someone's going to have an off night, and every night there's like three other guys to pick up the slack. And so yeah. like, I guess it kind of works out. It yeah. has been working out. They're undefeated. That being said, they played the Detroit Pistons twice in a row. So that, yeah, that'll so, kind of do it. That'll kind of do it. Let's maybe temper those expectations, I said to myself. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, you're going to talk about injuries? I think we got to talk about injuries. What injuries we got to talk about? First of all, got to talk about Zion Williamson's injury. Yeah. We really do got to talk about it because the way that the Pelicans advertised this offseason, a little, little sketchy. Um, the Pelicans were selling season tickets, talking about come see Zion, new team, new coach, new situation. Mm-hmm. And as the season kind of crept closer and people bought their season tickets, the Pelicans released yeah. the news like, oh, by the way, he had surgery over this, this summer. Yeah. Oh, Brandon by the way, here, though. you can come watch Devontae Graham mysteries. Though. And dunk once a game. And dunk once a game. And that definitely seemed thefty. Yeah. Because Zion had the surgery and they definitely didn't tell anybody about it until after season tickets were sold. And so people bought their season tickets and they were like, that sucks. Zion's going to miss the opener. And the Pelicans were like, yeah. He's going to miss more than the He's actually going to miss more than the opener, though. Ew. Yikes. That's tough. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that's uh, kind of how that went down. Last night, actually, the Hawks played the Pelicans. They did. Um, that was an ESPN game. game. Yeah, it was National a really good game. TV. It was a really good game. It was probably a better game than it should have been, but it was a really good game. Yeah. Um, that was an that was a national TV game because it was billed as Trey versus Zion, and just like the rest of the world, the channels didn't find out that Zion wasn't playing until like everything had already been done. Yeah, which kind of is bad. Not too good. Bad thing to do. Low integrity kind of situation. Um, is Zion Williamson out for a while? Uh, Rudy Gay, I know he's not like a huge contributor yet, but like, um, he's out for the Jazz for another few days, and I think that he actually could end up being really good for them, a really mm-hmm. big deal, because the Jazz don't have a, a small ball option. They have huge lumbering defensive center in Rudy Gobert, and he's backed up by huge lumbering defensive center Hassan Whiteside, and the Jazz in the playoffs have done pretty poorly in the past because Gobert has been like played off the floor. Mm-hmm. Like if he's on the perimeter, as great a defender as he is, you can kind of just go around him and it's fine. Yeah. Um. So without Rudy Gay, they don't really have an option to go small. But Rudy Gay gives them like a small ball five, kind of five out run and gun option, so they can switch up the game like style. And um, I think that's gonna help them out a lot. I think that's gonna be a, a difference maker for them. Um, we can go to Miami. Oh. Um, Miami key players, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, and Victor Oladipo are all not expected to play in the next game at least. Mm. Victor Oladipo isn't expected to be back until November. Dang. Um, Miami went all in trying to get these guys. Kyle Lowry, they brought back Victor Oladipo for cheap, but they really liked him, and Bam Adebayo is their like future centerpiece. Huge deal. Kyle Lowry is like 35. He's going to be hurt. He's going to be hurt. Monthly. Yeah. Victor Oladipo 
has powder ankles. Love Victor Oladipo. The actual problem is his quadriceps, and I couldn't tell you where that is. But he is. It's your quads. Yeah. Those are the driceps. Those are the driceps. I didn't even know where the driceps were. Vocab. I guess the quad being right there kind of should have tipped me off. Because you have four of them. I'm just kidding. It probably has something to do with four. You would think with the quad part of it. Yeah. Could we have? Could we have a uh, science major? Answer. Yeah, let's get a nursing, nursing major. Nursing major on. In the booth. In the stew. Next time. Next time. Um, Victor Oladipo is known for injuries. He often is injured. Mm-hmm. So that's not really a surprise. But it is kind of tough that Miami went so hard trying to get all these guys. And they finally get the guys and they're hurt. Um, here's a guy who's injured and we're not talking about it. Who's? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Claw. The claw. Claw. The claw. Um, expected to be out until March 1st. Oh, my gosh. And he did just sign a maximum contract with the Clippers. Wow. So they can make the playoffs? Um, That's up to Paul George. And that's not what you and want. That's your, not what you want that's unless not you're the Indiana you're, Pacers of 2012. Right. That's not the position you want your team in. Paul George is still the owner of my favorite basketball fact, which I've mentioned before. Most third team selections mm-hmm. in NBA history. Yeah. Most third best small he's, forward. He's the most good player. He is the most the most third best player in NBA history. Um, Cade Cunningham still hasn't made his NBA debut mm. due to an ankle injury. Um, Jamal Murray still out. Nikola Jokic also out, went down with a knee injury past last game. Um, it didn't look too terrible, but it's a knee injury and it's Jokic, so you never like to see it. No. So we are like, as every NBA season does, or as it happens in every NBA season, we miss some players, some injuries happen, but this year we're missing some like major players right off the bat, and I think that's influencing what we're kind of seeing in the uh, standings. Yeah. For example, the New Orleans Pelicans are bad. They're bad. Um, I'm not confident they've won a game so far this year. Pelicans? Pelicans. We could find that. We could probably find that pretty quick. Um, They have, in fact, won one. One. You know who else has won one? Who's won one? Oklahoma City Thunder. Hey, La- after two? the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, we knew that. Um, Lakers legend James Worthy said of that game that he is not sure that there has been a worse Lakers loss in history. Oh. And that's not what you want to hear from one of your historical greatest players of all time. Yikes. Of the franchise. Anyway, this has been injuries. This has been injuries. I'm trying to think of someone else who's injured, but I can't think of anyone. Um, Um, We could talk about one other guy who's injured out. One other guy who's out. Out. And we do want to be clear about this. Um, we could obviously talk for hours about this guy, mm-hmm. but we're going to set a one-minute timer. Yes. And this is going to be the um, – this is what we're – this is a segment we like to call the Ben Simmons Minute. Yep, and I will set the timer right now. Excellent. Okay, Google has the timer. It is started. Okay, so the Ben Simmons Minute. Um. Ben Simmons has met with the team. He's talked to Doc. He's talked to the guys, and I'm not. Con- I'm not sure what's happening. 
Because after no. a full summer of animosity and whining. And rumored jump shots. And rumored jump shots that aren't there. Um, ben Simmons <laughs> has said, like, I really just need a second. I yeah. really just. I'm not ready to play basketball mentally. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means because pretty physical sport. This is the sport he's being paid for. It is the sport he's being paid for. I understand mental health, but anyways, go on. Right. Um, I mean, I just don't I just don't get what's happening because Ben Simmons mm-hmm. needed to leave and then he really, really, really wanted to leave and then he yeah. had to leave. And now he's like, oh, maybe I'll come back. Yeah. And the Ben Simmons saga continues. Daryl Morey said it might take four years. I don't four. believe him, but maybe I believe him. Yeah. And, well... That was the Ben Simmons minute. That was the Ben Simmons minute. I thought it was going to make a sound, but I guess it didn't. I guess it didn't. That's fine. Um, we were watching it. That's fine, because we were watching the clock. Um, next time I'll turn on the sound. I thought I had the sound on. What in the world? Weird. Listen, that's all we'll say about Ben. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. But that's a helpful transition. Listen, last week we talked about MPP, which is an award Dante and I made up. Uh, mostly Dante. MPP stands for Most Problematic Player. Obviously, there's a couple of front runners for this. We only really talked about um, the person we just talked about for a minute. We can mention his name outside of that minute. I think we. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, ben Simmons is really the only person we talked about for MPP. However, Katie Thorne, a uh, very highly valued listener, um, so we didn't even mention Kyrie, and that's on us. That because is, obviously, us. Kyrie is being very problematic as well. Um, so who is your front runner as of this point in the season? Is it is it Ben or Kyrie for MPP, or do you have a number three? It's gonna have to, it's it is gonna have to be Ben number mm. one. Um, because I feel like we can talk about basketball without talking about Kyrie. Yeah, but we can't talk about Ben. We can't talk about basketball without talking about Ben. Yeah, I feel like that's just not in the cards. So, I'd, I'd say it's probably Kyrie Irving. Well, you'd say it's Kyrie. No, I mean Ben Simmons. Oh. My bad. Um, that's My okay. bad. They're really similar in like size and looks. So. In size and looks. Yep, I, I agree. Just because um, one of them is literally more problematic for the team. Right. Because it's like tearing everyone apart. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, well, those of you who are playing fantasy basketball, this is a little bit for you. Um, fantasy catch up. I'll tell you what. I'm on one. I'm or probably going to be owned too. Oh, really? Yep. It's not looking too good this week? It's not looking too good this week. Oh, Listen, boy. I drafted. Um, I got kind of happy, like trigger happy, and I drafted one injured player. We talked about this last week. Um, and I was like, listen, these guys are going to come back, one of them being Jamal Murray. Um, a couple, Some of them were out day-to-day. Bobby Portis is coming back for me, and I really need those points. But, like, straight up, I have Cody Zeller starting. I have Blake Griffin starting. Blake Griffin's getting, like, less than 10 minutes he had two points last night um one it was a cool dunk but that is just kind of where i'm at right now so i'm losing but come mid-season come mid-season it's gonna be different because there's a lot of hurt guys also karis levert is one of them Mm. pacer's gonna need his points and he Mm. will put the points on for them another Mm. pacer i have whose name i forget Uh uh-oh you know the pacer the playoff placer Uh uh-oh Playoff pacer. Are you talking about Bubble Jordan, TJ Warren? TJ Warren is who Bubble I'm talking Jordan. about. Have TJ Warren. So hopefully, hopefully those will pan out for me. Um, but yeah, how's it looking for you? 
It's not looking too bad for me. Okay. Um, I did take the W last week, oh. although it was pretty close. Shout out yeah. to uh, Juice. Tough. Putting up a tough, a tough uh, fight. The Raptors on my team are giving me some kind of inconsistent numbers. I think they took a second to figure out their offense. Mm. But the game I started Fred Van Vliet for last week got me 10.8 points, which is oh. not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. Precious Achua has been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, OG Ananobi, who I have hung my hopes on, did get me 39 points this week, which paid off nicely. Yeah. Um, and it came in the form of 22 points, 25 points, and five steals, which you love to see. He has a lot of – that's pretty stuffed. One thing about this week that did get me a little frustrated was the fact that there were so many guys that I could have started this week that had huge games. If I had started uh, Fred Van Vliet against Orlando, I would have gotten 48 points. If I had started DeAnthony Melton, just Mm. kidding, I did start DeAnthony Melton, and he gave me three. Oh. So that's going to come back to bite me. I started Darius Garland against Denver, where he got me 16, but I could have started him against the Clippers, where he got me 27. Mm. Um, Al Horford, out of nowhere, 37.8 fantasy points last night. Ow. Ow. And good old Julius Randle, who never lets me down. Um, he gave me 35 the last game. I'm playing again. I'm playing him against the Pelicans on Saturday. Um, hopefully that's not gonna. Hopefully I won't suffer for that. Yeah, find out. I guess we'll find out. I could have also started Gordon Hayward against Orlando. Always start your guys against Orlando. Free tip. Yep. Just all. Just never don't do it. Anytime. Anytime you can do it, do it. He had 31 points last night against Orlando, and that would have been very helpful. Um, but I mean, it's looking not bad. Looking the fantasy bad. outlook. Fantasy. The lead in the league right now. Um, obviously only through week one. Who is, I'm going to say who is, who won last week and is looking to win this week, Shawnee Blue Eyes, Sean Lewis. Sean um, Blue Eyes. You might beat Big Yams this week. It's looking um, close. This is a, a powerful matchup. So it could be you. It could be Dante. Um, it's looking like Tim is going to be 2-0. Uh, Andrew Thorne is going to be 2-0. It's looking like Kenzie Steerwalt might be. Um, the numbers look weird, and it has her losing, except for she's up right now by 180. But the projections? The projections say that she's going to lose. However, mm. a lot of Lindsay's players are hurt. Mm. Anyways, um, Jared Rockwell doing very well, and Moose Dunnigan. Shout out Moose. Shout out Moose. So great job, everybody. Great We're job, everybody. Having fun. As long as we keep checking our lineups, it'll keep being fun. It'll be fun even if we don't all check our lineups. It will be fun if we don't check our lineups. Hopefully we don't forget about this in January. Let's, let's be checking our lineups, though. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's be that. checking those guys. Um, and then we have who's the sleeper sleeper of the week well my personal sleeper sleeper of the week is a guy I have my eye on a guy I really wanted on my team Mm. Um, he was kind of under the radar and I was hoping no one would notice what kind of year he would have but in fact someone did and that someone was Jared Rockwell Mm. and the player he picked up was was the player I wanted was Jakob Pertl Oh. Spurs center, Jakob Pertl. He's a big one, seven feet tall, 240. Um, not the most athletic center, but one thing Jakob will do is Jakob will box out. Interesting. You don't see that very often. I hear that contributes to roast beef. does contribute to roast beef. I do project, I guess, I predict. That's the one. Project. 
I project Please that project. Uh, Jakob Pertl will have at least three beefs by the end of the year. Wow. None so far, but that has not dissuaded me. He'll have three. Uh, a beef is 20? 20 boards in one game. Mm-hmm. So that is takes quite a bit of beef to get a beef. Quite a big of beef. Quite a, yep. Ooh, that's a tongue twisty. He had 55 fantasy points against the Lakers. Oh, that would have been nice. Um, that would have been nice. And his next two games are against Dallas and against Milwaukee. Now, against Milwaukee, he's probably going to match up a lot with Giannis, who is the same size but athletic. Yeah. However, against Dallas, he might be seeing Dwight Powell, who mm. he's bigger than. Yeah. Um. He might be seeing Kristaps Porzingis, mm. who he's more motivated than. I think that Jakob is going to have a pretty good couple of games. So I'd, I'd say he's my... Um, he's only being started in 37% of leagues, so I'd say he's probably my uh, sleeper sleeper of the week. Sleeper sleeper. Um, I have a new thing called uh, Riley's uh, Big Old Bozo of the Week, mm. and it's always going to be me, and it's just always going to be a bad decision that I made okay. on fantasy because okay. I'm sure to make a lot of them. Um, just starting Blake Griffin uh, is one, but I think the worst decision I made is that I started – um, DeMontis Sabonis, he played fine, but against Toronto, which was the numbers kind of thing you want to do, he had 42 points on Monday. He had 23 points on Wednesday. And I, like, really need him mm. to score points because he's kind of like my – besides Devin Booker, he's my best player. Really? Mm-hmm. Would you like a small forward? We'll talk off air. We'll talk we'll after. Talk we don't want to do trade talks on here. Yeah, we won't do that here. Um, the very last thing we're going to talk about, be quick about it, um, is our way too early finals projection. Mm-hmm are way too earlies and this is the opportunity where we can really lean into what we do best which is speculate which is speculate and or what you were gonna say i was gonna say we can lean into what we do best which is cold takes oh so here we can really especially with the season being so young we can pick a couple teams and we can say basically whatever we want about them and, who's, and who can say? Who can say? Who can say at this point of, in the year? Because if you're listening to this in the future, like, first of all, if you knew who was in the finals, it'd be like June of 2022. And why? Yeah, you why know, are you listening to this? It's such a right timely now. podcast. It's kind of a hard I mean, thank to. you for listening, but also, yeah, why are well, you thanks. listening? Sorry, we don't mean to come after you. Yeah, it's more of a curiosity thing. Like, why? Like, like not that you shouldn't do it, but like, why yeah. are you doing it? You know? Um, here's what I got. If Clay Thompson comes back and he's healthy and he's playing we well, there's no Here one we in the world who can stop go. the Warriors from winning the championship. Whoa. Um, I mean that so hard. Whoa. So they're going to win it is what I think if Clay comes back and he's playing like Clay or anything like Clay. If he's playing like Clay, they're winning it for sure. If they're playing if he's playing something like Clay, they're going to get to the finals. Um, so I've got the Warriors in the West and the East. That's way harder for me. That's really tough. Um, I think the Nets find a way to figure it out. And they end up making there. Um, I think they can figure out the Bucks. Now is Kyrie there for that? I'm not sure. But I I just think that there's so much hype. There's just so much firepower for the Nets in the East that it's gonna happen. I think so much shooting, so much offense. And we'll do the final the projection, and then also someone who's gonna really fly in, and, not necessarily under the radar, but like really make noise. The Heat. I think the Heat are going to do something stupid this year. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Who is your finals prediction? And who is your cold take 
final prediction. So that's like my real one. You your real my one, funny and one? then you're like my cold take. Your cold take. Okay, so my real one is Warriors Nets. Okay, my cold take is. That's a good question. I'll go ahead and give you my uh, real one. Yeah. Okay. Um. I hear what you're saying about the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. I think they're a pretty scary team. Yeah. But I don't think that full strength, everybody healthy. I think this might be Utah's year. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Jazz have always been a great regular season team, but when it came to the playoffs, they were only able to play one way. And like I mentioned earlier with Rudy Gay, that gives them an option to kind of mix it up and play new ways, different ways. So I think that Utah, first of all, can make some noise. I think we might see them in the finals. Wow. Low key. Um, I think I agree with you about Brooklyn. They, they're going to figure it out. Yeah. It's James Harden. It's Kevin Durant. It's Kyrie Irving, maybe. It's Patty Mills. It's Patty They're Mills. going to make the finals. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be fine. Sure. Not to write off the Bucks, who are an incredibly talented team, and I think definitely should be in the conversation, but I think the Nets figure it out, and I think they make it to the finals. Yeah. My cold take, I mean, <laughs> my cold take playoff saying is that the Cavs are going to do what the Hawks did last year. The Cavs no are going to have a crazy I, – I I don't know, man. That is a, a, lot that of good is youth. a cold take. A lot of good youth. Um, my cold take final projection, I guess, would be – you know what? Come on. Hornets. Okay. I didn't know we were going that cold. No, we're going really cold. I didn't know we were no, going No, we'll cold. go less cold. Bulls. Okay. Um. Mm, Bulls, Blazers. Whoa. That is really cold. This is a, a lot of red and black in the finals. That's a lot of red and black in the finals. That's a lot of whatever Michael Jordan's draft was, 85. 84. 84. I was just thinking the same thing. The 84 draft bowl. Jordan versus Bowie. I think, and that would be that would be close. Jordan versus Bowie? I think that, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, that'd be a close one. Um, That's what the Blazers thought, too. Yeah, that is what they thought, past tense. For my cold take, I think that we're going to see the Toronto Raptors versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, God. I really, I really don't (laughs) think it's that crazy. The Raptors, I really don't think it's that crazy because the Raptors, once they figure out their offense, have an incredible defense, every person starting for the Raptors can defend. And then every person they're bringing off the bench could defend, I say, based on nothing. I haven't actually checked, but it just seems like it's <laughs> true. And I think, you know, defense wins championships. That's, That's what, they, what say. they say. I think if John Morant can have the kind of year John Morant has had so far. An MIP kind of year. An MIP kind of year. As I predicted. I think if JJJ can stay on the floor, I think if Steven Adams can rebound, and I think all these things are pretty reasonable. I'm not saying they're the best team in the league, but I'm, I'm not – I mean, I'm saying they have a chance against anybody. You're saying they're the best team in the West. I'm saying they have a chance against anybody. And so okay. I think they, the Memphis Grizzlies, cold take, the Memphis Grizzlies would beat the, I don't even remember the other team I said. Raptors. The Toronto Raptors in the finals. Wow. Now, I think they would be the Raptors handily, a sweep. A sweep, you say? The Rap- I don't think the Raptors are any good. Mm. I know you're high on OG and Obi, but I'm he's, very high on OG he's and not Obi. High on he's himself. the next Kawhi Leonard. 
Oh. Here's my second cold take. That's not the second cold okay. take. I think that one's pretty room temperature, but here's the second cold take. It's like a playoff run kind of one? No. This is a player one. It's about OG. It's a team one. Oh. I think that the Brooklyn Nets experiment will end without a title in Brooklyn. Oh. I do not think that team is going to win. I think they have all the reason to win. I think they have yeah. all the talent. They have the coaching. They have all the resources. But I think something is going to come up every single year. And all three of their main guys are already into the 30s. Man. I think time is running out. I think all their role players are like 37. I think that the Brooklyn Nets are going to – I think either Kevin Durant or James Harden is going to leave or retire from the Brooklyn Nets, and there will not be a title in Brooklyn. Wow. Wow. That's my take. That's my prediction. That's your take. We'll end on that. I don't really know how we're going to do better than that. I said my piece. You said your piece. I say what I got to say. We'll find that out, too. Find that out, too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boy, girls, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll be back with another take next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.